Hello everyone and welcome to the podcast, Paul's 50 years of sporting memories. In this podcast, I will talk about my favourite sporting memories over the past 50 years with my good friend Glenn. It covers a wide range of sports and the triumphs and heartaches along the way. In each episode, we will go back in time to talk about my memories from a particular year. This is Paul Tonner. No, I'm leaving this in, mate. You've lost the plot already. We should have bloopers. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I'm not stopping this recording. It's staying in. Gosh. Behind the scenes. He's done episode after episode after episode, and now he's starting to get shy. Hello everyone and welcome to this episode of Paul's 50 Years of Sporting Memories. I hope you are well and have had a great sporting week. How, how's your week been, Glenn? Oh, it's good. Yeah. It's been very interesting. Yeah. yeah. A lot happening. I went into Surfers Paradise last night into the surf club and seen it's a long weekend. It looked like buddy New Year's Eve. There that many people around. Really? Oh, yeah, the, the club was packed and the... The the bistro was so busy. Yeah, Livy and Arbor and Caval Avenue there last Sunday, and it yeah. was busy, wasn't it? They had like these laser shows. Yeah, we went to Ripley's, believe it or not, didn't we? Yeah. Saw some creepy things. So did you believe it or not? <laughs> Which one was it? Did you believe it? I believed everything. Where's the, the space man there? I mean, the, I think he calls himself Sp- Space Cowboy. He's a guy that's had the holds a world record for the most amount of swords in his throat. Oh no, I didn't see him. Yeah, I think he was there last time we went. Quite, oh, that was about five or six years ago. Yeah. they've changed it around a fair bit. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it was. No, it was good fun, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as you can see, I'm wearing the Titan. Gold Coast Titans oh, top. Yeah, now that they're going good. Well, they've won their last five games to finish the season. <laughs> and it's a shame that um, it's only a 20-round competition this year because yeah. if it wasn't for that, they'd be playing finals. Yeah. So it's been a long time. I, I don't think the Titans have ever won five straight. Maybe you have the same effect on them as you did Parramatta. Oh, yeah. When you're not there, they won. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Paul's a kiss of death. Yeah. Yeah, no, well, um, well, I I found out, like, my membership for this year will um, go on till next year, which is good. Yeah, they they look after their members really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 even the surf club, they've mm. let, let the um, let the membership roll over to the next year. Mm. Well, it's been an unprecedented year, hasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Mm. I just could not get over. I could not get over to um, how packed it was. Yeah, I've never been to that surf club. Yeah, and I, yeah, because yeah, I, I walked in there and I saw I saw the Ross the head 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 honcho. Yeah, and he looked naked. <laughs> I went up there and said, oh, you're a little bit busy, are you, mate? He said, yeah, you're not wrong, I'm flat out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, well, um, 
Yeah, we're going back only one year this year only for this one. episode. Yeah. yeah, we're going back to 2019. Um. <laughs> Just before all the mayhem hit. And it, uh, 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 yeah, 2019, I think we're a lot... So I know a lot of people were looking towards 2020. That's right. They thought 2020 yeah. was going to be the year. Yeah, I was one of them. Well, it was the year. <laughs> the year of disaster. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, there weren't too many. There was a lot of drama happening in 2019. Yeah. And we thought, oh, can't wait till 2020. <laughs> and then, boom. <laughs> but I, I read up the... Not many people are buying a 2021 diary. Nah. Because nah. <laughs> that, that, that. I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Mm. So. <laughs> yeah, so if we look at 2019, so, yeah, there were a lot of uh, very bad bushfires all across Australia, yeah. especially the east coast of Australia. Yeah, yeah Glenn, you'd, you've got a background yeah, in I've that got area. Yeah, 20, 25 yeah. years experience. Mm. With the yep. bushfires, and yep, yeah. Despite how dry it is, it, the drought was. To me, it still came under management during winter. Yeah, doing prescribed burns where you go and burn off oh, sections, exactly. so the fires don't get through. And I, I actually mm. had a, a couple of argument with a mate of mine up at Cairns over this. But because the Aborigines before, you know, when they used to manage the land, they used to do small patch burning and they still do it in the Northern Territory and the Western Australia yeah. to control major fires. Yeah. And it also helps to encourage rain because mm. it, it's, sort of, it's like dieting. When you're trying to lose weight, lose the fat, you still have to eat some fat. Yeah. As energy to help you lose it. So sort mm. of by subscribe burning is yes, you're putting carbon into the atmosphere. Yeah. But small amounts and it's cooler. Yeah. So it actually creates rain during the spring. Yeah. And I totally agree with that book because when you look at what science has been around with the weather for the last you know, computer wise forty, fifty years maybe. Mm. And you've got 60,000 years worth of experience in the Indigenous people. Yeah. So I'd be listening to them mm. before um, yeah, others because yeah, it's like... <laughs> Livy. Livy is playing with her new toy. <laughs> oh, she's got her... Um, went to the museum this morning. She's got her, what's it called? It's like a helicopter thing. You, you yeah. flip, you move into the, into the air, you flick it. Mm. Yeah. yeah. You, um, you put, you, um, you pull a string and then. Talk in the microphone. Oh, sorry. Um, you pull a string and then you, um, and then you put the. Like actual helicopter thing on top, and then you spin, the, and then you pull the, and then you let go of the string, and then it goes up. Yeah. Pretty fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, th- these are the worst. They were the worst bushfires I can ever 
I can imagine. Like yeah. I've never experienced. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I, I've probably been to about four major ones. Mm. And, um, yeah, and being on the front line when, when it's been happening. Yeah. Like, I remember one fire. Well, but, but if we were voluntarily away from the fire. Yeah. So we can put it in the containment line. By the time we got the truck in there and got off the truck, it's time to get back on and turn yeah. back round. Must be a scary experience being on that front line. Well, well, it's sort of, it, it doesn't get scary because you got the adrenaline going. Yeah, right. Yeah, you, you, it's like being in war. Yeah, yeah, you <laughs> pretty much. You, well, I guess not that I have been. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I haven't been involved with war, but um, yeah. the fight is unpredictable. Mm. So it, it can take its time. Yeah. Or it can take a second and yeah. it can be there right on top of you, depending on the the, the weather conditions. Mm. But I know from experience because of when parts of the land were locked up, yeah. a major fire went through in a certain area that I know, Yeah, most of the bush is now non-native mm. because native... Bush takes longer to regenerate, yeah. and actually requires fire to regenerate. Yeah, that's right. So yeah, you know, th- 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 there's beside the um, the control of mm. the bush up in the Northern Territory in Western Australia mm. by the Indigenous people of Australia, nature also starts fires yeah. in parts of Northern Territory oh, okay. by lightning, and then. An, the lightning will start in the evening. By the morning, it's yeah. out by itself. Mm. Yeah. And it's been the same area, and it's been consistent for yeah. ten, ten, thousands of years. Yeah, because I know growing up in the Blue Mountains, yeah, we used to get some huge yeah. bushfires up there. Yeah. yeah. No, but they're always burning off, Yeah, you know, in, in the off-season. Yeah. Well, yeah. That, well, that's it. You, you have to burn off because... Mm. Because, you know, if you look back at when Australia was first discovered, we've got mm. a lot more housing and build-up areas. Yeah. So you have to adjust your management to land around that. Yeah. You can't expect to have the same management with still the same. Yeah, that's it. Do you know what I mean? Mm, exactly. No, no I, I enjoyed every tw- every. Day of those twenty five years, because mm. uh, there was times when it was quiet, yeah. and there was times where the, you didn't have a time to scratch yourself. And being on the fire line was like that. Yeah. There was some when you were mopping up was the only time you were had consistency to do. Mm. Otherwise, it was standing around twiddling your thumbs. Or getting yeah, or getting the fire head on, yeah. really getting into it. But was it mainly all bushfires that you attended to, or no, no? Because I was in a small village, and then this town brigade was in Port Macquarie, which was twenty minute drive away. We were also first responders to property fires and okay, and car accidents. Yeah, right. Yeah. Oh, right. So we had a bit. Of, Fairly versatile role. Yeah. And we also did a bit of occasional beach rescue or yeah. 
all went up. <laughs> someone unfortunately went yeah. missing in the surf. Did you ever feature in those calendars? No, 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 we're too busy. Yeah. We're not like the townies that just sit around in there. Stations drinking their lattes and uh, and stuff like that, but there was always a bit of rivalry between us and the yeah. and the town brigades. Uh, yeah. yeah, well, earlier in the year they had the yeah it was a terrible time in New Zealand with the Christchurch terrorist attack. Yeah, fifty one people were killed, and um, yeah, a terrorist. He was an an Aussie, unfortunately. Uh, so uh, yeah, he entered a mosque and. Yeah, yeah. He, was, uh, he, was the, he, was, he was sentenced last week Just recently yeah. wasn't it yeah, mm. it's, He's been given three life sentences Yeah no remorse Yeah no. So. Yeah. Mm. I hope he rots in hell How mm. many How many snowboarders does it take to change a light bulb Was it snowboards Snowboarders Snowboarders Yeah How many This is a joke of the week Yeah <laughs> Far away 50 Three to try, one to actually do the job, and the other 46 standing around going, dude, I can do that. (laughs) (laughs) I relate to that joke because my cousin in Austria is big in um, in snowboarding. Yeah. Yeah, well, I just actually, just talking about winter sports, I saw on the news the other day, um, yeah, they've just finished building a... A, uh, oh, it's one of those ski jumping facilities. Yeah. You know, where a lot of our uh, winter athletes can train. You know, the ones yeah. who do the, the, the aerial skiing. Yeah. Yeah, they've built a training facility for yeah. them. So yeah. that, I, I didn't know. Did they? Yeah. Mm. Did, was there a ski season this year? Oh, I've, not that I. Oh, yeah. I don't think there was. You yeah, yeah. didn't hear about it. Yeah, but it's good for these athletes because, um, yeah, they don't have to travel overseas now to train. Oh, yeah. So, and, we, and we've had, like, in Australia, we've had some success in uh, yeah. that, that sport, like the aerial skiing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Lydia Lasilla and Elisa Camplin and David Miller. Yeah. yeah. So, no, that's, that's great. And... I forget where it was exactly, but yeah, no, definitely needed for sure. Because yeah, that's been the problem for a lot of our winter athletes. Yeah, they've had to travel, you know, and live over in Europe, and yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And there was the anti-government protests in Hong Kong. Yeah, and uh, with songs for twenty nineteen. So we've got Old Town Road. Hey, Olivia. <laughs> She's got her headphones we on had, now. Um, Who sings Old Town Road? Lil Nas X. Yeah. Who? Lil Nas X and Billy Ray Cyrus. Oh, I've heard of Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah and the, the movie, one of the movies for uh, 2019 was Green Book. That was a great movie. I saw that at the cinema. Won Best Picture at the Academy Awards. And, yeah, I don't know what's going to happen with the Academy Awards for next year. 
be interesting to see what happens. It'll probably all be online too. Yeah, yeah, because uh, they're not going too well over there. Mm. And um, yeah, but they're still yeah, they're, like Tom Hanks is back here finishing off his movie. Oh, is he? And apparently, they just signed up another one to do. Oh, really? So there may be a lot more production of movies being made over here. Yeah, I know they've got tough restrictions in place, so now. Yeah. With it. Yeah. Okay, quiz time. Olivia's got ants in her pants because she's just had some chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Toblerone. <laughs> so all these questions relate to the year 2019, so they should be pretty recent in your memory, only going back 12 months ago. So... And the answers will be revealed towards the end of this podcast. Question number one. Is the trainer for champion racehorse Winx was Chris Waller? What was the name of Winx's jockey? Okay, read that out again. The trainer for champion racehorse Winx was Chris Waller. But what was the name of Winx's jockey? Okay, what was the name of the jockey who rode Winx? Right, question number two. Kenyan runner, Elud. I knew I'd stump you with that one. Elud. 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 Elud Kipchoge. That's his name. Elud Kipchoge broke what record in the marathon? Okay, so Kenyan runner, Elude Kipchoge, broke what record in the marathon? Question number three. Glamour English football team, Liverpool, defeated which Australian rival club in the Sorry, UFA... Sorry, English rival club. In which English rival club in the UFA champion final? UEFA. Final. UEFA. Yep. Champions League final. Okay, so Liverpool defeated which English rival club in the UEFA Champions League final? Okay, and this team, they came from 3-0 down in the semi-final to defeat Catalans 4-3. So, but we're talking about the final. So, what was the name of the English team they defeated in the final? Okay. So, let's look at... Thanks for that, Olivia. You're welcome. Okay, we'll talk to you later on. Okay. You're going to come back and give the answers? Mm-hmm. Okay. See you soon. See ya. Enjoy flying that helicopter around. I will. <laughs> Make sure it doesn't hit me in the head. Dad? Or Glenn? Can we go to the oval later so we can fly it really high? Yeah. Okay. As long as it comes back. <laughs> the, the, the wind will probably pick it up and take it out of the boardwalk. Yeah. Better out in the oval than in here. <laughs> it might become an Olympic sport soon. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we go back to early in 2019 and the, we had an understrength Australian cricket team which lost their first series at home to India 2 1. And it would have been 3 1, except. Um, yeah, the Aussies got saved by the rain at Sydney in the fifth test. So this was uh, at a time when 
Yeah, Steve Smith and David Warner were still serving their their ban for twelve months uh, for the Sandpaper Gate yeah. affair. <laughs> yeah, so they came back later in the would have been uh, I think it was around March April. Yeah, they uh, they were allowed to play for Australia again, and in that twelve month suspension, they were playing oh, some twenty twenty league cricket. Yeah. In the Caribbean and uh, Pakistan and doing it real tough, eh? yeah. <laughs> real suspension, eh? yeah. yeah. Playing grade cricket in Sydney. I wish I got to do good things like that when I get in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good they're playing grade cricket in Sydney because yeah, that's what you know the top players yesterday. Yeah. Now they'll be lucky to do it once a year. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we had probably one of the greatest comebacks in sporting history. With Tiger Woods, his miracle comeback in April to win the US Masters golf. I always had a feeling he would come back because he was such an outstanding golfer, probably the greatest of all time. You know, you've Mm -hmm. had Jack Nicklaus and, Mm -hmm. yeah, Tiger Woods was just something really special. And, yeah, he went away and had major back surgery and... Yeah, but even then you thought, yeah, he'll come back. But got to the stage there because he, he hadn't won a major in nearly 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, it was a long time between drinks and uh-uh. and you're thinking, well, yeah, he might not win another major, you uh-uh. know, like maybe his time's up. Uh-uh. And no, nah, he did it. He came back and, yeah, he, he struck a some good form sort of leading up to that. Yeah, up to the Masters in that times. Uh-huh. Yeah, he did well in some of the lead-up tournaments. and uh-huh. Yeah, it was an incredible, incredible victory. But, yeah, I'd have to see what happens with the US Masters this year. It's normally in April and, yeah, it won't be on till I think they're having it in towards the end of the year. I think it's either November, December this year. Uh-huh. Well, that's one of the highlights of my sporting year is getting up on that Monday morning, watching yeah. that final nine holes of the US Masters yeah. where they reach Amen Corner. Yeah. Oh, man. How they hold their nerve. Yeah, like I'd struggle to hold the club, let alone <laughs> bloody. You know, the amount of pressure they're under. Yeah. And on that course, if they make one mistake, yeah. the ball can just do anything. You know, can roll into the lake. They can lose two shots going to the creek, and yeah. Mm -hmm. But he's won that tournament. Gosh, about four or five times now. Tiger Woods. First time I remember him was when I was a kid. I would have been about ten years old. And do you remember a TV show called That's Incredible? Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I remember he was on that show with his dad and he was just this little kid, like about five years old and, oh, this, you know, they were showing this kid, he can, yeah, have a look at him swing a club and he's going to be a a legend of the sport and, yeah, yeah, he was. He was, uh, Mm. was. If you go on YouTube, you'll see it. Tiger Woods, I'm yeah. sure it'll be on on YouTube. Yeah. They, uh, they had the, there was a show on Australia TV called Good News Week. Yeah, they in one episode they had 
Tony Woods and Tiger Woods' brother on there. Oh, yep. And they just, he just, he, he loved being on the show. I didn't know he had a brother. Yeah. yeah. He spoke a little bit about his brother. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. But he, he, just, he, he was saying about Good News Week that mm. he said there'd be no way that they would have this type of show in America. Yeah. <laughs> I think his mum's Thai, I think. Yeah. 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 That's right. His dad's passed away. He passed away a while ago now. Yeah. Yeah. Same with our mayor. Our mayor's Thai. Yeah. The Gold Coast. Really? Yeah. Tom Tate? Yeah. Yeah, he's Thai. Yeah. Half uh, Thai. Half Thai. Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. Yeah, never, never did I until um, I saw an interview with him. I saw him on uh, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Yeah. Apparently he's on that. Yeah, I hear that there's heaps of Gold Coasters on that because <laughs> the, it's been recorded at the, at the Gold Coast. Conference centre. Oh, really? And because of the restrictions, Jeez. they could only get mainly people from the, the Gold Coast. Unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Well, I suppose that's one good thing with the restrictions. It's putting um, Gold Coast on the map, isn't it? Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, look at the uh, state of origin now. New South Wales won the state of origin two years in a row. <laughs> yeah, they lost the first game up at Suncorp, but they bounced back well in the second game. They had they played it in uh, Perth for the first time. Yeah. And in the decider, yeah, they uh, they won 26 points to 20, but it looked like they were uh, going to lose for sure at one stage. Yeah. Like they, they had a good lead towards the end of the game, New South Wales, but yeah. you know what those Queenslanders are like? Yeah. It's never over till it's over. Yeah, and, it, yeah. yeah, they locked it all up, you know, in the dying, oh, with about a couple of minutes to go. 20 all, and you just think, oh, this is going into extra time. And because Queensland had all the momentum, yeah. you know, you just thought, no. Nah, They've won this for sure. Yeah. New South Wales are just falling to bits yeah. again. But then all of a sudden, yeah, New South Wales with about 10 seconds to go, have the ball like on on the on the halfway. Mitchell Pearce, who'd yeah. <laughs> never done anything for New South Wales in origin for yeah. about 10 years. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, recalled after a couple of years out and... Yeah, throws a, a good pass and Blake Ferguson. Yeah. Yeah, Parramatta, uh-huh. Parramatta winger. Streaks down the sideline. Gets the ball to uh, James Tedesco, the fullback. He sprints in and into the corner and scores. New South Wales win the match. They do a Queensland on <laughs> Queensland because uh-huh. that's what, you know, is the normal thing. Queensland always nicking an origin game uh-huh. at the end. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, it was such a courageous Queensland fight back, though. Jeez, because I remember they, they had a lot of players out for that game. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so they had guys who were making their origin debut and, like, Corey Norman and, yeah, and to fight back like that was just amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so Parramatta, they bounced back after coming from last place the previous year. To make the finals. So it was, as it was a uh, dramatic turnaround. Yeah, going from uh, 16th place, uh. 2018, to, yeah, make, coming fifth. 
And in the first week of the finals, they played the Brisbane Broncos. And they absolutely thrashed them. <laughs> 58 to nil. Yeah. yeah, but however, they crashed out in the next week going down to their nemesis, the Melbourne Storm, 32 to nil. Uh-oh. Yeah, and actually they play the Melbourne Storm tonight uh-huh. in, uh, in a final. Uh-huh. Yeah, because the finals of the NRL have just started. And, yeah, Parramatta have never beaten Melbourne in a finals. Final game. Yeah, Melbourne have always had it over them. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it'll be a real challenge tonight. Yeah, so they're playing it at Suncorp, actually, because they, yeah, yeah, of course, they can't play any games in Melbourne. Yeah. And a guy called Marka Sivo. Yeah, he was a, made himself a star for Parramatta. He's a, they're flying Fijian winger. Yeah, so he was the he was the top try scorer for the NRL for the year with twenty two tries. Mm. Mm, he's been scoring lots of tries this season too. So Sydney Roosters won the premiership, making it two years in a row. They defeated a gallant Canberra in the grand final, fourteen points to eight. So it's the first time a team's won in the NRL back to back premiership since the Brisbane Broncos. In 1992-93. But, yeah, it was a very, very controversial game. Um, Because, yeah, the scores were locked up at, like, eight all. And, yeah, Canberra was just, you know, just pressing the Roosters' line for most of that second half. And you just thought, oh, the Roosters have just got to crack sometime. Um, and they just had so many chances to win, but they just couldn't, just couldn't do it, you know. Because, and this is where you know these big games it really comes down to experience. Yeah. Like experience, just you know, it, it's a different thing when it comes to finals. Yeah, and yeah, because pretty much all their players like they never played in a grand final, where the Roosters had played in, you know, heaps of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, he had guys like um, Cooper Cronk and, like, it was his last game. He'd probably played in about six or seven grand finals. Um, yeah, I think it was just that lack of experience, that how they... That was the main reason they just couldn't get the job done. And Yeah, there was probably about oh, five minutes to go and I remember Canberra put up a bomb on the Roosters line and, yeah, and, you know, they've... Players have gone up for it, yeah. and the referee he signalled six again. So Canberra yeah. have got the ball; they're on the attack. So yeah. anything could have happened, but then he changes his decision. Yeah. So instead of calling it, you know, he's changed his decision from calling six again because yeah. he, you know, <coughs> he thought it'd come off a Roosters player. Yeah. But what's happened? The bloody bunker, or it was either the touch judge or the bunker. They've got an easy piece. And said, no, 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 it's not six again. Came off a, a Raiders player. Uh, yeah, it needs to be a scrum. So, and that just turned the whole match. And then a couple of plays later, you know, the Roosters make a break. For, you know, probably the first time in that second half. And uh, Tedesco goes in and scores and matches uh, all over. Uh, yeah, it was the one that got away. Mm. Yeah. Um, but it was it was a really good grand final. 
which was good. I love seeing a close grand final. NRL grand final. Uh, that certainly wasn't the case in the AFL grand final. <laughs> yeah, Richmond Richmond Tigers absolutely thrash the GWS Giants yeah. from Sydney. Uh, yeah. yeah, 114 to 25. Yeah. It was all over at quarter time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, Australia lost to Tonga in a rugby league test in New mm. Zealand. So that was embarrassing. Oh. Um, but this is the problem, you know, like with a, a cram schedule, most of all these rugby league tests are played at the end of the season after the grand final. So, and I think a lot of players find it very hard to get up. Yeah. And, you know, Papua New Guinea, they beat Great Britain and... Hey, by then, and Great Britain have got a lot of Canberra players, so yeah. they just would have been spent, yeah. you know, having to go up there and play in that heat. Yeah. yeah. But it's going to be interesting this year. And this is why I don't think Origin, State of Origin in November will ever work. Um, you know, fair enough they have to do it this year because they don't have a choice, but yeah. in years to come it will never work because after the grand final... Like, the players are just stuffed. Yeah. You know, they must be. And they, you know, and, and when they, you know, because we're now down to the finals, so the one teams that haven't made the finals but their players may play in the state of origin. Yeah. They're sort of winding down. That's right. They're, you know, they're, they're especially after the shortened season when mm. they've had to play so much. Yeah. And they short period of time. Yeah, yeah. Th- th- then to wind down and wait for October to go through, then get mm. back into it. Yeah, for state of origin. So yeah, well, that's it. You know, and I think the the first origins a week after the grand final. Yeah, yeah, but gosh, I was just thinking, it's the first time I can I can remember for a long time. Yeah, that. Uh, yeah, we didn't hear anything about Mad Monday celebrations. Yeah, yeah normally well, there's like, you know, <laughs> all this major events happened, yeah. yeah. Like uh, well, Canterbury players have been walking around the nude. And yeah, well, they haven't been able to go anywhere. Oh, well, I guess so, over, yeah. Overseas or, mm. or party on because they're stuck in their, yeah. their hubs. Mm. Yeah, but... Yeah, so the great racehorse Winks was farewelled, winning 33 races in a row, including 25 uh, group ones. Uh, and it's total prize money. Have a guess. Have a guess, Glenn. 600 million. 600 million? Yeah. <laughs> no, nah, 26 million. Uh, $421,176. I, I was close. <laughs> I wouldn't mind having a bit of that. <laughs> Yeah, its final race was the Queen Elizabeth Stakes at Randwick. Yeah, we never raced overseas, though. Yeah. Where Black Caviar did, you know. Um, So, yeah, it was great that it won all those races. Because having the Cox played up here. Yeah, you were saying. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I don't know what's happening with the Melbourne Cup, but but I I saw a bit of horse racing. Just a few minutes today, and yeah. there was only one guy in the stand. Jeez, is that yeah. right? Yeah. Well, I know they've um, installed lights. Yeah. Yeah, installing lights at uh, a Gold Coast track. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, that was announced during the week. Night racing. Mm, night racing, yeah. I know. Um, Have you ever been to the horse racing live? I'm, only when I was in Port Macquarie. Yeah. But I know that, that the harness racing used to race at night. Yeah. So... Yeah, they, they sort of have for always, haven't they? Like yeah. Them. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've only been to it once and I found it really exciting. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's a different thing, isn't it, I've, I've found? Yeah. Compared to uh, watching it on TV. Mm. Yeah, you know, you, you really get close to the action. You feel, all, yeah. hear all the, uh, the, you know, the sound of the yeah. horse's hoofs on that, yeah. coming up that straight. Yeah, and I'm, I haven't been for a very long time. Last time yeah. I went was with my 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 grandmother was still alive, and she said she said was a little Welsh lady, and yeah. my auntie and uncle who were real characters and had quite a few shandies into them. Behind oh, they? And, and and giving the stewards a hard time, yelling out, "There's no prize for fancy dress." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Aussie Ashley Barty, she won the French Open, becoming the first Aussie female to win since Margaret Court in 1973. Then she went on to become world number one. They've actually got the French Open on at the moment. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) with like two men and a dog in the crowd (laughs) watching it pretty much. But I, I saw this morning, I had the news on, and uh, it was one of the matches there. And, yeah, a big sonic boom. Uh, yeah, it was heard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've always wondered where it is in Paris because I've been there a couple of times and, yeah, yeah, I've, yeah I've, I'm just not sure where it is in Paris. It must be near the airport there at Charles de Gaulle. Mm. But, uh, yeah, apparently they got really worried there. Like, they thought it was a... Another terrorist attack, yeah. I think some of them. Some of them say. Yeah, I was, I was actually in surfers mm. last last Sunday. Yeah, I was walking back to the tram, and all these people, all the say all these policemen just came out of nowhere. Yeah, heading for Surfers Paradise Station. Oh, okay. And I saw a guy there, locking his fingers up. And I thought, hey, what's going on here? Yeah. So I sort of walk back a bit, yeah, just to make sure. That Do you know anything about sonic booms? <laughs> well, well, it's when the it's when the sound catches up. Yeah, like when you go when the plane goes through the um. Well, I don't know whether it catches up. Mm. Or it it's when the plane like goes through the the, the sound, so to speak. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it was something to do with planes. Yeah. 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 At, at, at some at some speed. Oh, okay. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So, uh, but no, Ashley Barty, she's just not competing at all at the moment. She yeah. hasn't for a while because yeah. of the coronavirus. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't know about well, that. Well, there wouldn't be many t- tournaments on to be to be worth. It. Um. No, there isn't as many, but you know they still got in. They still have the Grand Slams on. Yeah, yeah. Wimbledon's been called off this year. Yeah, but see, Wimbledon can because it's um, insured. Yeah, the other Grand Slam tournaments aren't. Yeah, 
Yeah, so they got the Aussie Open in because that was early in January. Yeah. Before, you know, all this pandemic really hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that just seems like a lifetime ago now, doesn't it? Uh, yeah, when, yeah, when we used to say that the mm. time's gone fast, but it's certainly gone slow this year. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But uh, no, I think. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see where she's ranked, you know, when all of uh, – because she hasn't played for a long time. Yeah. And, yeah, she's going to go right down the rankings. Oh. It's amazing what she's been able to achieve because she was, um, you know, like a struggling player on the circuit. Yeah. And then she gave tennis up for a year. And she started playing cricket like she, oh, she yeah. was playing the women's big bash. Yeah. I think she was playing for Brisbane Heat. Yeah. yeah. So she gave tennis away for a year and then came back to playing tennis and uh, just a completely different player. Yeah. So the break from the game really did her good. Yeah. yeah she went on to become world number one. Can't get yeah. any better than that. So, yeah, we, the Cricket World Cup was on in 2019. It was held in England. And Australia bowed out in the semis, getting thrashed by England. Um, yeah, so I guess, so this is when Smith and Warner were back, so. Yeah. Yeah, and the Aussies sort of, they got some injuries towards the end of the tournament. They were going great there at one stage. Yeah. Yeah, and they, uh, they beat England easily in one of the pool matches. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, no, it all just fell apart for them at the end, and once again, they couldn't handle a swinging ball, and... Mm. Yeah, and England went on to win the tournament in a thrilling super over. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was madly going for the Kiwis. They beat New- yeah, they beat New Zealand in the final because New Zealand beat India in the semi. Yeah. And I was elated by that. Yeah. Absolutely. Apparently there was some comment made this week about the All Blacks. Yeah. Having to stay in Australia. Yeah, apparently they're not very happy. Uh, about what's happening with the rugby championship. Yeah. Because mm. yeah. they're still trying to let out the, um, the travel bubble between the two countries. That's right. Mm. Our Prime Minister said New Zealanders can come over. Yeah. But the New Zealand Prime Minister haven't said that we can, you know, there can be travel over to there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so in the 1986 Soccer World Cup, with Diego Maradona, we yeah. had the hand of God, yeah. which uh, they believe was the reason Argentina beat England in that World Cup game. Yeah. It was like the, uh, the quarterfinal. Yeah. But in this final, it was the bat of God by Ben, St- ben Stokes's bat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so what happened? New Zealand batted first. They got eight for 241. It was at Lords and... New Zealand looked like they were going to win, you know, because yeah. they picked up some early wickets and then Stokes got them back into the game. And yeah. But even towards the end, you know, you, you sort of thought, yeah, New Zealand looked like they're going to get up. And But, yeah, what happened was um, right towards the end, this ball's been thrown in. Stokes has died for, his, for the crease. And the ball has hit his back and gone for four. <laughs> like, I don't think it's ever happened in the game. Like, normally if it 
if it hits a player's bat, yeah. you know, the good manners of the game, <laughs> good sportsmanship, yeah, you, you, you normally, well, it's, you know, you don't run. Uh, yeah, but because this was completely different, he was diving for his crease and they're throwing the ball in and it's hit his bat while it's on the ground. Yeah. Yeah, and the ball's gone for four. If it wasn't for that, New Zealand win. Yeah. Yeah. So this is why it's called the bat of God. <laughs> so, yeah, England, yeah, scores were tied at two at 241 each, the mm. end of 50 overs, so... What happened then? They get they went into a super over, yeah. so yeah. So they they uh, oh who batted first? It was um, England. Yeah, England batted first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, then New Zealand. So they batted their six balls, and then New Zealand went out. They needed like two runs to win mm-hmm. the final ball. And yeah. it, one run would have tied it again, and that would that was no good for New Zealand because uh, yeah. um, England would have won because they because they'd hit more boundaries in yeah. the match. Yeah, and yep, yeah they uh, they ran out. They completed the run, and then uh, oh, who was it? Um, Roy, I think he's thrown the ball in from the deep. Kiwi batsman is out by about a foot. <laughs> like, and yeah. scores are tied again, but England won on the countback rule. Yeah, they won their first ever World Cup. So, but one thing you got to give the Kiwis. Jeez, they, um, oh, that's my phone ringing. Um, they're just great sports, you know. They could have, you know, chucked a real stink about yeah. that. And, no. They accepted it in grace, and uh, it was really good to see. They they really are the good guys of world cricket. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, we had the Ashes series after that in England, and it was tied to all. Um, The Aussies retained the Ashes, winning the fourth test, but the Headingley hoodoo came back to haunt them. So last episode we were talking about the, uh, yeah, the the, uh, Headingley test. Yeah, um, where England won from nowhere after following on. Yeah, um, so the same came back. <laughs> yeah, with Ben Stokes, he had a tremendous century in the fourth innings. Um, yeah, and they like Australia bowled England out for about sixty in England's first innings, and they still lost. Um, so England were chasing about three hundred odd. So you're thinking. The way England are batting, Australia's going to get those runs. Yeah, yeah Australia's going to win. Easy. Uh, um, but no, Stokes played an incredible innings. and yeah. yeah, Australia stuffed up an easy run out right at the very end where um, Nathan Lyon just had to take the ball. Because yeah, the last wicket partnership, yeah, between, um, oh, who was it? Yeah, Stokes and Leach. They put on about 80-odd. They need about 80-odd to win yeah. with one wicket remaining. So you yeah. think, oh, it's all over, Red Rover. Yeah. Luckily, I was asleep while all this was happening or else <laughs> I would have, oh, I don't know what I would have done. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Australia just let them get away and they dropped some catches, but that run out was just, oh. Yeah, Nathan Lyon, like both batsmen were down one end of the crease 
one end of the pitch. All he had to do was take the ball, take off the bales, and he's fumbled it. (laughs) And then, yeah, they needed about one run to win. And there was this uh, dodgy New Zealand umpire that whole tournament. Uh, It was just pathetic. Yeah. And, uh, well, actually, before this, see, Australia stuffed up a review. Yeah, they went to a review where, um, you know, it was nowhere near out. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, so they wasted a review. And then, uh, yeah, they had Stokes plum LBW. Uh, yeah. With about one run to go, and they, yeah. yeah. But no, nah, the umpire gave it not out when it was absolutely plum. Yeah. But, you know, the the uh, video replay showed that it would have hit the stumps, and that was it. Yeah. All over. So, um, but yeah, Australia went on, won the, won the next test. So, but, you know, it was great. It was awesome that they tied this, you know, they... Retain the ashes, but yeah. there was still another test match to go. So they're jumping up, you know, jumping for joy, and which was fair enough. Yeah. But they're all that night, they're all on the pitch, you know, yeah. just celebrating and drinking yeah. and carrying on. But they still hadn't won the series. Yeah. And then in the very next test match, yeah. they make all these changes. They drop yeah. Mitchell Stark, yeah. which was. Inexplicable. Yeah. You know, this is one bowler that Ben Stokes struggled against. Yeah. And they drop him. Yeah. And when they did pick Mitchell Stark, they won. <laughs> they won. They thrashed them. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, I just find, yeah, whether there's times I think we're just not, we just don't want to go in for the kill, I find. Yeah. Where yeah. I just think we should have gone in for the kill for yeah. that last test match yeah. at the Oval. We'll retain the ashes. And, and Australia played terribly in that yeah. last test and England thrashed them and this series well, was tied so to all. So they're out partying that night. Yeah. So they'd spent yeah. the whole time pretty much partying. Yeah. And yeah, it was as if they... When it got to the fifth yeah. test, they just couldn't care less. <laughs> back, well, we've, yeah. yeah. Back in the 80s, an old mate of mine. He oh, was, Border wouldn't have stood for that. Yeah. Oh. A mate of mine in the 80s, he was a free diver. Yeah. Like, diving without a tank. <coughs> and, yeah. he, and he was in the world championships. Yeah. And it got down to him and this big guy from Hawaii. Mm. And my mate went, went. And rested up and ate well and got a whole night's sleep. This guy from Hawaii spent the whole night out on the town. Yeah. And he wanted to dive the next day. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some, like Dougie Walters, he was like that. You know, he'd go and bat and score a century and he'd be on the drink all night. Yeah. You know, when he used to play. Yeah. A lot of players were like that in the 70s, you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just the way they sort of, yeah, I just thought they, they didn't take that last test seriously enough, yeah. you know. Their top priority, because, look, if, before that series started, if you said Australia was going to retain the ashes and the series was going to be two all, you would have said, yep, I'll take that. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't think they'd, they'd have a chance of winning, um. you know, because of our previous history. You know, the last several series over there where we, yeah, we played really badly. 
Um, yeah, but just being, you know, because we were mainly the dominant side in that series. Uh, yeah, it's just two all. You know, it could have been like three one, easy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So there was a th- that same night would have been of the uh, World Cup final. Cricket World Cup, they had the Wimbledon men's final. Yeah. No, Novak Djokovic defeating Roger Federer in five sets. And it was the longest final in tournament history, lasting four hours and 58 minutes. And it was 13-12 in the fifth set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But there's, it's amazing with Wimbledon, like how many long... Fifth sets. Fifth sets they've had. Yeah. I think it was about eight years ago. Yeah, John Isner. He was um, playing a French guy. I forget his name now, but it was something like, you know, 61 50. 50 yeah, 61.59 59 in the fifth set. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah, and we had the Rugby World Cup. It was held in Japan later in the year. Round October, Australia was very disappointing, losing in the quarterfinals to England. Yeah, and uh, yeah, our rugby just had reached an all-time low, <laughs> like uh. just uh, just the pits. Yeah, so New Zealand All Blacks—they were surprisingly beaten by England in the semi-finals. But no, South Africa ran out the surprising winners in the final. They defeated England. 32 the 12, and it was their third World Cup win. And uh, but yeah, surprisingly, Japan, yeah, they were playing at home and they did very well. Yeah, they made the quarter final mm. the first time. And yeah, Japan are sort of making a name for themselves in rugby, like they they're included in the uh, oh, what's it called? The Super Rugby competition, they had a team yeah. called the, the Sunwolves. Yeah. But no, they they were kicked out of the competition last year. And I, I think that was just a bad move because, you know, you want to really grow the game there. Right, and, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. We don't want them in the comp anymore. So. What did I, did it, what did I do wrong? Oh, uh, yeah, I'm not sure really. I think it was just more finance and. Yeah. yeah, they just wanted to trim the number of teams and, uh, yeah, I just think it was the wrong move. Mm. Yeah. Answer time. <laughs> Here she is, skipping over. Okay. Okay. So you to start? Uh-huh. Okay, so question number one was, in case you don't remember, the trainer for champion racehorse Winks was War- was Chris Waller. What was the name of Winks' jockey? The answer to that question was Hugh Bowman. Hugh Bowman, yeah. Okay, next question. Question number two was, Kenyan runner... Oh, I'll help Eulid, you out again. Eulid... Illud Kipchoge. Illud Kipchoge broke what record in the marathon? And the answer to that question was, first person to run a marathon in under two hours. 
and he really caught it close here because it was one hour, 59 minutes and 40 seconds, 20 seconds off when, when it would wouldn't yeah. have be- beat the record. In Vienna, Austria. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> incredible, but, isn't yeah, it? Well, the, the, 42 kilometres yeah, in that time. Just under two hours, but, but you'll find that over the next few years that that will start happening more. Yeah. Well, I guess it depends on the type of course, doesn't it? Like how many hills there are. Yeah, but there's a guy that I follow, Greg Brandon, he's talked about this a few times. Yeah. That that when when someone breaks a record, then other people start improving and... Yeah, well, yeah, that, that's it. That, break, that, um, that, that record gets broken again. Yeah, well, you look at the, the men's 100 metres in the modern Olympics, like you go back to like 1896 and that, yeah. like it was around 12 seconds something. Yeah. Now it's like 9.6. <laughs> like, yeah. It's unbelievable, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Question number three was Glamour English football team Liverpool defeated which English rival club in the UEFA? UEFA. UEFA, oh So it's a European, European competition where all the top clubs play. Glamour yeah. English football team Liverpool defeated which English rival club in the UEFA? UEFA. It's UEFA. a huge tournament. Champions League final. Mm. And the answer to that question was Tottenham. Tottenham. Yeah, they're a London team. Right, you're going to do the draw for us. Oh, okay. So this week it is in the Martin Shield, 1996 to 97. I haven't seen that one before. Yeah, this is a representative cricket cap I had. We were the first team in 100 years. Yeah, to win uh, this particular competition. It was like a shy competition in Sydney. Yeah. Yep. Okay, I'm reaching out. Right, what year is it? Stand by. 1994. 1994. Cool. Yo. Good one. Yeah. Well, we're talking about bushfires, weren't we? I remember yeah. there was <laughs> yeah, bushfires yeah. in early 1994. I'll never forget that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm about to talk about that one. Yeah, look forward to the talking about podcast. that one. As, as long as I get me banana bread. Oh, yep, the banana uh, bread. <laughs> yeah, we normally have banana bread for every podcast. We eat that before the... Uh, yeah, but we start recording, but no, we didn't get a chance today. I didn't. I forgot to buy it at the shops. If I don't get it next week, I'll be on strike. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so it's a goodbye from Paul. It's a goodbye from Olivia. Okay, and I also, yeah, I forgot to mention. Uh, there's been. Um, I've been putting up lots of posts on the uh, Paul Sporting Memories <laughs> Facebook page. <laughs> Yeah, from uh, some of the photos I've taken over the years, but just some of the uh, famous memories that I have of uh, major sporting events that have yeah. happened, like things like the America's Cup. Yeah. yeah, the other day I put that up, and yeah, Queen Queensland Miracle Try in nineteen ninety four, which we'll talk about next week. Yeah, 
Um, yeah, so if you go to that Facebook page, you'll uh, there's posts going up all the time. Okay, so goodbye from Paul. Goodbye from Olivia. And it's a goodbye for Glenn. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.